0: Hello and welcome to episode number 110 of AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast coming to you from Searcy, Arkansas. I'm your host, Aaron Vaughn. This is the show where we rip open a wax pack every week and discuss that year and brand a card along with the players in the pack that we open. Along the way, we'll shout out some of your comments as listeners, discuss nostalgic stories about cards or players that come to mind and spread the pure joy that comes with ripping open wax packs. Also, we will have a weekly segment called Curt Facts where my brother Curtis researches some players from the previous episode and shares those interesting facts on with y'all. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and most podcast platforms. New episodes drop every Thursday. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs and our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. On YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the part of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. We're always looking to promote veterans' charities, so please contact us through one of the outlets I just mentioned. We'd be happy to discuss a partnership to help veterans and their families any way that we can, or just help you give your um, from your finances or your time uh, any way that you can help uh, veterans and their families. Um, and we appreciate those who have done that. Also, please give a listen to our sister podcast, CB's Tend to Check Out, a music podcast produced by Curtis and me that comes out once a month, sharing the joy of music and hoping to help listeners discover unfamiliar bands or songs they might want to look further into. Check it out right after you listen to this podcast and like, review, and subscribe. Remember, for both podcasts, if you comment, like, subscribe, or review, your name will be put into a random drawing for free prizes each episode. For AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast, you will receive cards from the podcast and free wax packs. For CVs tend to check out, you'll receive some kind of prize that has to do with music. So join in on the fun. Also, if you want to uh, have one of your packs open that's a new one that hasn't been used on this podcast... Um, you could send those packs to 149 Emerald Lake Drive in Searcy Arkansas 72143 and we'll get your name out there if you want it and uh, um, we will give you a plug for any business that you have and we'll also bust open the pack and talk about it Um, so we'd appreciate that. Um, Today we will be discussing 1993 Donner's Triple Play. We've done 92 in the past, so we're going to do 93 here today and we'll bust that open. Um, and we're going to talk about it in a little bit here. So we'll go right on to Kurt Facts, then we'll discuss the uh, uh, 1993 Triple Play set, Donner's Triple Play set, and then we'll um, bust it on YouTube and then we'll finish up the podcast. So we're going to go over to the Kurt Facts segment. So we're going to hand it over to Curtis and he's going to tell you about. Uh, some players that were pulled from last week's episode, number 109. Take it away, Curtis.
1: Hey, y'all. It's time for another episode of Kurt Facts. Um, Episode 109, last week's episode, was a pack of 2022 Panini Mosaic. And uh, they actually, one of the cards that was pulled in there was of George Brett, who was a good throwback player who I'd already done a bit on, but I thought I'd just... Uh, reiterate his unbelievable Hall of Fame career stats. Uh, he hit 305 average, which is just outside the top 100. He had 1,583 runs scored, which is 50th all time. 3,154 hits, which was is 17th all-time, 665 doubles, which is 7th all-time, 137 triples, which is 70th all-time, 317 homers, which is 131st all-time, and 1,596 ribbies, which is 38th all-time, all while playing his whole career for the Royals. He is one of five players in history to compete pile at least 3,000 hits, 300 homers with a 300 batting average. And Aaron was correct that he is one of the last uh, players to challenge the 400 single season batting average mark when in 1980 he ended the season at 390 and during the year several times he was over 400, but actually Tony Gwynn was actually the last to challenge that 400 mark when he batted 394 in 1994. Uh, Randy Arazarina was pulled, and he's an up-and-coming outfielder for the Tampa Bay Rays. He's played about two and a half years of Major League Baseball, being mostly known for setting the record for most homers in a single postseason when he hit 10 in 2020 for the Rays, where he also won the ALCS MVP. That same postseason, he set the record for the most hits in a single postseason with 27. It's pretty good uh, stuff to uh, to be only in the league for a couple of years and, and have such an amazing uh, postseason um, stat line that, that that just put him on everybody's radars. He also has the distinction of being the first player to hit a homer and steal home base, home plate in the same playoff game. And that was pretty amazing to me because over a hundred years of baseball, nobody's ever done that. Um, That's just kind of a, uh, I guess, a freak thing, but it's pretty cool stat. I thought. Um, also, people might be familiar with him for uh, with him from if anybody watched this year's uh, World Baseball Classic. Uh, He played for the Mexican national team, and he hit 450 with an incredible 1.507 OPS with six doubles and nine ribbies. In his short career, he has averaged about 20 homers, 70 ribbies, and 25 steals while hitting .269, so very solid for that young player, and hopefully a lot more good years ahead of him. Uh, Bryce Harper was pulled from that pack last week, and, and he's an outfielder for the Phillies who's had... A very solid 10-plus 10, year, 10 plus year career, and one time was considered the most exciting player in, in MLB. He has compiled a two hundred eighty average with 1,379 hits, 285 homers, and 817 ribbies, but he's missed a lot of time. Uh, due to injuries. In 2012 he became the youngest position player to perform in a Major League Baseball All-Star game at 19 years old and he won the Rookie of the Year that year. In 2015 he became the youngest player to win an MVP award being age 22. He also passed Babe Ruth as the youngest player ever with at least 40 homers and 120 walks in a single season. He also won the MVP in the NL MVP in 2021, and in 2016, he became the first player in over 100 years to reach base seven times in a game without recording an at-bat when he walked six times and was hit by a pitch once. Um, and then finally, Shohei Ohtani was pulled, and of course people probably have him top of mind because he's just been everywhere seems lately, but in the world baseball classic this year, his Japanese team faced off against the U S team in the championship and the Japanese team beat uh, the U S and the final at bat was Shohei Otani pitching against his uh, Los Angeles angels teammate, Mike Trout and striking him out to seal the victory for Japan. So that was kind of a, a cool showdown there for two teammates in, in the majors. Um, he's, he's done some amazing things in his, his five, five something seasons that he's been. He won the AL rookie of the year in 2018 and the MVP in 2021. His 2021 season was incredible as before him, no pitcher had ever, had triple digit strikeouts while also having over nine homers in the same season. Of course, he did that again in 2022. Last year, he's also I'm became sorry. only the second player, Willie Mays was the other one, to hit at least 45 homers, still at least 20 bases, and hit at least six triples. For the year, he finished with pitching stats of 9 wins, 2 losses, a 3.18 ERA, and 156 Ks while batting 257 with 46 homers, 100 ribbies, 103 runs scored, 26 steals, and a 964 OPS. He became the first player in Major League history to to have at least 45 homers, 25 steals, 100 ribbies, 100 runs scores, and 8 triples. That year put him in the Guinness Book of World Records, becoming the first major league player to pitch at least 100 innings, record 100 Ks with 100 ribbies, 100 hits, 100 runs scored as a batter. In 2022, he had a very respectable year again, actually better from a pitching standpoint probably, with 15 wins and 9 losses. And a 2.33 ERA and 219 strikeouts. And then he also hit 273 with 30 doubles, 34 homers, and 95 ribbies. So that's all for now. We'll talk to you next time.
0: All right, Curtis. We really appreciate you doing all that research. We always look forward to the Kurt Facts segment. And now we'll get into the 1993 Donner's Triple Play Pack. Um, the description of that is... 1993 Triple Play by Donruss is a 264-card set. Like the previous year's set, Triple Play was geared towards a juvenile audience. That's why I called this episode Juvenile Audiences um, for kids. Kind of like if you look at today's um, different sets, Topps Big League is kind of geared towards kids because the the packs are a little bit cheaper. Um, This was kind of like that. So it was geared towards a juvenile audience. There are no notable rookie cards, but there is a rookie card of then u.s president bill clinton they called it a rookie card so if you like bill clinton you can try to find a bill clinton in this so uh, that's totally up to you whether you like bill clinton or not <laughs> um, the distribution of 1993 triple play uh, wax packs boxes were 36 packs per box 12 cards plus one action baseball game card per pack and they were 59 cents a pack so at this point 59 cents was actually pretty good, because I know some packs were like $1.50 probably at this point. Um, Jumbos were 18 packs per box, 32 cards, plus one action baseball game uh, card per pack. I think the action baseball game card was an insert in there. Magazines were 24 packs per box, 18 cards, plus one action baseball game per pack, and those were $0.99 a pack. so there were 264 cards. There were action cards that were insert, um, inserts. Um, there were one per pack there. So we should get one of those in here because it says 12 baseball cards plus one rub off game card. Um, there were nickname cards. So we'll be looking for those gallery of stars and league leader cards. There were some promos. We did have a promo card pack. Um, A three-card pack of promo cards were distributed in black cardboard holders that featured a 1992 copyright line on the back to dealers to preview the set, so you might find some of those out there but most of those went to dealers. These cards were almost identical to the regular base cards, but had subtle differences on the back. Specifically, the outline of the gray triple play logo was fuzzy and thick instead of sharp and thin on the regular base cards and reflected light. Further, the red ink used in the text was lighter and the gray ink was darker in these preview cards. So we probably won't get one of these in a normal pack, but always looking for those um, special cards uh, as they would probably be valued a little bit more, but somebody could write in and tell us about that if you know for sure. So um, not a huge set here, 264 cards, see it like that juvenile audience, the kids could buy packs of these and probably get a box of these and and get the whole set, I would say. Um, So we're going to be looking for some of those Hall of Famers, some of those gallery of stars or league leaders or nickname cards, and we'll also see what an action um, card looks like. Uh, Action baseball game card looks like because those I guess there's one of those in each pack. So we're gonna go over to YouTube and bust open the pack. So turn over to YouTube and um, check it out and follow along with us. Here's our 1993 Donner's Triple Play pack. If you're watching on YouTube, it's a black pack. Um, It has says Triple Play in orange and yellow, and with a big baseball on the front with um, fire. Uh, Coming out of the back of it, 12 baseball cards plus one rub-off game card. 59 cents, tells you there in yellow. And the back says, look for Thrill, Rhino, and Big Hurt. Uh, So those are the nickname cards. And cards feature holographic foil stamp nicknames and a borderless design. So we'll see those in a minute. Hopefully we'll get one of those. We'll see. Uh, It says, collect all 264 cards in this edition of Triple Play captures the fun and excitement of america's national pastime with some subsets in there so um, it also says leaf on the back because donners and leaf kind of go together at this point um so before we do that let's uh look at uh, who won the these cards or at least some of these cards and some free packs man this guy puts his name in there all the time max Myers. we know eric and max max is eric's son and uh I've sent them cards before a few times, but we appreciate y'all always watch, er, watching and um, supporting the podcast. And uh, hope y'all are doing well. So that's Max Myers for this episode. You'll get the cards. All right, let's open this up. we got Triple Play 1993. So like it said, they have a black border pretty cool with another little red border inside. It says borderless, but oh, those are different cards. If you get an insert, that was on those nickname cards, I think. So here's here's Don Mattingly. So um, really good player to start with. So it's got a picture of him on the front. Um, has Yankees down in the right corner. It says triple play in the left corner. It has his name at the bottom and the position he played. And then just says Mattingly on the top. And then in the back, it's got another picture of him, kind of just his profile and uh, has his height and weight, bats left, throws left, his number up there um, that's inset there with Don Mattingly. And then it has one year of his um, career um, stats from the year before, 92, um, since these are 93 cards, and then his career stats. So the one line from last year and then his career stats. So a lot of the cards did that, and they still do that in some ways, in some packs. Uh, we have Jared Clark next. Or Gerald, I'm sorry, Gerald, Gerald Clark. Look at that, a checklist. My least favorite cards, unless they're really old. Checklist. The reason I say that's because if you find like a 1958 checklist, Tops checklist, or something like that, it's hard to find them where kids at the time didn't actually write on them or mark on them in any ways because they were actually trying to check off, doing what you're supposed to do, you know, collecting the cards. And trying to get the whole set and, and marking off the checklist, not knowing that that would uh, ruin the worth <laughs> now. but So if you can find one of those that's not checked, marked, or has has no marks on it, its worth quite a bit. Uh, but here's a checklist from 93 uh, Triple Play. All right, so we've got a Mattingly and we've got a Griffey. Griffey Jr., that's a great pull. Old Ken Griffey Jr. is always a good card to get. Great Hall of Fame player, one of the best ever, most most beautiful left-handed swing I've seen. Um, people might not agree, but I—that's my opinion. So, Ken Griffey Jr. That's a great one. All right, here's the action baseball card that we were talking about. It says Cincinnati Reds versus uh, Houston Astros. It says twelve of thirty on the back, and it's just gray on the back. Um, twelve of thirty, so there's thirty of these you could collect whenever you buy packs. So that would be something the kids would be trying to collect all 30 of. says triple play. It's a little different. has a white border on three of the sides, and it looks like it attaches to something else. Maybe that makes a picture. I don't know because it's gray on the back. If somebody knows, let us know. Um, email or tweet us. It um, says action baseball on it and triple play. Next we have Mike Greenwell. He had some good years. Mike Greenwell. Rob Dibble, one of the nasty boys of the Reds. Gary DeSarcinia, Frank Viola, Terry Mulholland. It's pretty cool cards, actually. I always like the black border. It's just hard to keep those in really good shape because it, you get chips on them. You can see the white. Um, to keep them in good good condition is tough. Uh, here's a mascot. So we have this mascot. I'm not sure what his name is. It's the pirate. It looks like it's the Pirates uh, guy there. And then on the back, it actually has, looks like Barry Larkin with the dog, Shotzi. Uh, Tony Phillips. And so we didn't get a nickname card, but last card is Mick, uh, Jack McDowell. All right, so there's our pack of 1993 Donner's Triple Play. Appreciate everybody tuning into the YouTube side. And we'll go back and finish up the podcast. All right. Again, thanks for tuning in. Um, our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at rippingwaxpacks. So you can contact us in those ways. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs, And on YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the part of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. Remember to check out our other podcast. CVs tend to check out a music podcast that comes out once a month and we're always looking to promote veterans charities so contact us to learn more about donating to veterans and their families thanks always to curtis for researching for the kurt facts segment and uh this has been av's ripping wax packs podcast this is aaron vaughn thanking you for tuning in have fun be safe love one another and keep god first in your life have a good one